We're back with On Second Thought from GPB. I'm Virginia Prescott. We have covered on this program before how farmers across Georgia have been impacted by a multitude of events in the last couple of years. Hurricanes, certainly, stalled aid, trade policy, and on top of that drought. In September, the southeast saw record heat with little to no rain. Now there is lots of rain in the forecast for the coming weekend. And we decided to check in with onion farmer Aries Haygood of A&M Farms in Lyons, Georgia. Aries, so nice to speak with you. Well, thank you. It's nice to speak with you too. How are things looking on your farm right now? Uh, Right now, um, things look fine. They're dry and it's hot. Um, It's not typical for this time of the year to be this this dry or this hot. But, uh, you know, during this time of the year, we're, we're sowing our seed for our onions. You know, we, we do overhead irrigation on those onions anyway. So we, um, you know, we may not prefer it to be this dry, but we can manage it. Um, we can manage the moisture levels with our irrigation right now. So you're not going to suffer for, your, your, your crops won't suffer because of this drought? As of right now, I'd say no. Yeah, for right now, our onion crop uh, is going to be fine. Now, of course, we've got some row crops that are suffering. Um, needed some moisture that probably didn't get adequate amounts. Like what Like what row crops? Uh, you know, your peanuts, your soybeans, um, your cotton. I mean, many um, different row crops that are, that are basically getting ready to come off uh, right now. Some of us have gone almost a whole month without any rain. Mm-hmm. So you just imagine uh, a, a crop not growing with any rain. You know, there, there's going to be... Uh, uh, size issues and, and um, moisture problems within that crop that, you know, we really don't know how severe it is yet. So so you're, so you as a farmer, do you just kind of wait these kind of things out? Do you fret? How, how do you handle the stress of it? <laughs> you know, we, uh, it's out of our control. I mean, it's not in our hands. Um, we just, uh, we wake up every day and, and we thank the good Lord for being here, you know, and so you know, when it gets dry like this, of course, we talk about it. We, uh, we'd love to, to change it. We'd love to do something different. A lot of us, we irrigate. We may irrigate extra. But um, at the end of the day, you know, all we can do is just uh, take what's given to us and just um, try to make the best out of it. So tell me a little bit about, like, how onion farming has changed. What, some of the innovations, like, are there different approaches that you use that, maybe somebody of another generation might think, oh, well, this is just the way we do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, as time has changed, we've uh, we've seen a, a, a different varieties come on. Um, I, I sit here and I think back to when I started 13 years ago. Some of the varieties we grew 13 years ago, there's not one of them on our farm now. Hmm. <laughs> so it just shows you how much they change. And so with each variety that we change, there's a different growing practice that you have to use. There's different ways that you tend to that variety, from fertilization to irrigation management to the time that you plant it, the time that you harvest it. So, you know, we're always adapting and trying to change. Uh, input costs have gone up so much. Um, just our, our cost to produce the, the crops that we produce now um, is it's, it's, it's nerve-wracking. It's challenging. Um, so we try to be very careful about changing or or doing something completely out of the ordinary um, just because, you know, we just can't afford to to really mess up. You've gotten into organic farming in the past couple of years. How about that transition? Obviously, organic vegetables sell for more money, but they probably cost a lot more to maintain as well. Yeah, you know, that that is. That's the challenge, uh, especially in, in South Georgia. Uh, one of the unique things that makes our onions uh, so sweet is is the rain. 
But the other challenge that it does for us from a weed control, it, it breaks any type of weed barrier that there is. So therefore, you've always got, especially in organic farming, mm-hmm. you tend to always have some sort of weed growing every day. And mm-hmm, because you you can't use the inorganic weed killer. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, there's just no there's no weed killers out there that are that are organic uh, based weed killers. So the only way to do it is to pull the weeds by hand. Right. So uh, you know that's that's become a challenge. Well, let me talk a little bit about the economics here. Have you been affected like many Georgia farmers have by the trade war in, with China? From the row crop, meaning the cotton, peanuts, soybeans, corn. All of us farmers have been affected by that. Uh, I don't know many farmers that haven't. Everybody's trying to trying to just wade this wade this thing out. Um, there's some support there to try to help, but but you know we've been affected. You mean you've lost your markets? I mean people aren't buying. Is that what it is? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's I guess it's the markets. You know, we you know let's face it. I mean, we're in America. We can produce a lot of what we do, and then you take away a market like China course it's going to have an initial effect on us mm-hmm. um but we just got to we're trying to sift through that and just try to wade through it and make some adjustments and just hopefully buy the right amount of time to uh to get back on our feet most of us farmers are trying to be diversified so uh what may affect me on uh, soybeans may help me on the onion side of things so it's just a matter of just trying to f- sift out and see what what the what the final outcome is so how about your staffing? What does your labor look like now? I know there are many farmers who say that they can't get people or there are challenges to draw people to work at their farms. You know, that agriculture work is a challenging industry to be in. Um, harvesting watermelons, bell peppers, cucumbers, squash, you know, all the specialty crops that we can produce in Georgia. It's a challenge to uh, to to get out there every day and get them and get them harvested. Trust me. I mean, hey, it's a challenge for me to do it. You know, let's just let's look at right now. Um, we go and we plant onions. We're sowing our seed today as we speak. We're going to put all of our livelihood into that onion, and we're going to throw everything we can at it to make it the best onion we can. Well, then in April, we've got to get that onion out of the ground. In Georgia, we've got rain. Usually during that time of the year, it rains once a week. So you've always got a rain cloud coming. And some of the challenges we've seen is just uh, getting a workforce that shows up every day that's reliable and dependable for us to get that onion out of that field before that next rain. And so, you know, we've we've had to start leaning on um, the H-2A program a lot. That's, a, that's, allows, that's the guest worker program, basically, for migrant That's laborers. the guest worker program, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You know, the, to help us um, offset that for our fields um, because we, we it's just a challenge. I mean, we've got to get that onion out of that field. Um, And not to mention, I mean, with the economy doing better, we've seen it here. I mean, there's been uh, jobs that are, are, you know, people that may be pulled away from what they're doing here to go somewhere else because, you know, they can make two or three more dollars an hour maybe doing something somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Ag, Ag on its own has always had a challenge with labor. I mean, we've always faced a labor shortage because you can never have enough people to get your crop out of the field before you before the crop starts to go bad. Do you think it's harder to get workers now than it used to be with the additional red tape with the H-2A and obviously, yeah. you know, the crackdown on immigration? You know, it it, it is. It's a, it's a little bit more challenging for sure. I mean, we, uh, we've we been doing the H-2A program, oh, man, I think for 10 years now. And uh, each year it seems like it gets a little harder. It seems like there's some sort of document 
that's sitting on the desk somewhere in someone's office that just has to be stamped and signed that's never stamped or signed when we need our people here. And uh, we're having to try to call and find out what's going on and follow up and follow up. Next thing you know, you know, your, your crew may be three or four days behind. Well, that's three or four days of good weather that you don't get back. And, uh, you know, and then we're also responsible. Uh, we're responsible as part of our obligation to make sure that, that three quarters of their contract is, uh, is paid for. Mm. So when you lose three to four days of good harvest weather, um, it, it, <laughs> it puts your back against the wall to make sure that everything works out right. Aries Haygood of A&M Farms in Lyons, Georgia. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, too. I appreciate your time.